Okay, he's too stupid to talk and too ugly to eat. Given a piece of his mind to so many people, it's a wonder there's a mind left. It's Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World. Welcome to my stupid world here. I am Insane Eric Lane, feeling even more insane as this is a year-end recap of um, all the stupidity from 2021. And uh, kind of do things a little different this particular episode. Uh, we've got... Uh, my insane Florida nephew gonna join us right now, live from Florida, from the Sunshine Tree. Hola, feliz año uh, nuevo, everybody. It's Pancho Nuevo Cuero. Is that <laughs> well, it's a, a, a new leaf, a new Pancho, and a new year. <laughs> Pancho Nuevo Cuero. I, 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 I kind of rolls off the tongue pretty nice. I like that. <laughs> it is, uh, I wish everyone a very Guero Nuevo Año, oh, yeah. año Nuevo. I, 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 I tried practicing to say Happy New Year in, in Gaelic, but I forgot it. I have to go back and try to figure it out again, but never mind. You're going to have to get better ever since becoming a lord this year. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I became Lord Lord Lane, of course. That's right. <laughs> now, is so, it insane? Does that go before Lord or after Lord in this? Well, it's, well, I, I'm not sure where the insanity come into into play here, but but uh, anyway, well, depends what, what on what done. half of the Shakespeare script you fall in, I guess. That's true. This is true. Well, but what what we've done? I, I went through the entire year of 2021 and all of the things that have been covered, particularly with just, you know, Pacho and, and myself. I mean, there's other stories that I have read, but we just, the, 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 we're just picking out the ones that we've kind of done together. So uh, I like to call it like twice filtered or, or maybe yes. like, you know, you can double distilled or something. So it's, yeah. Right, you know, and so increase so the I, potency of everything, you know. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I I filled up probably what four pages of just headlines uh, that I thought were pretty, you know, worth picking. And then Pancho, you kind of uh, filtered it down to about a couple of dozen or, or a dozen or so, I guess, right? Oh yeah, it's so so. This is um, I guess insane. Eric Lane's favorite picks. And then t filtered down even more uh, with, with Poncho's favorites of that. So, yeah, yeah, right. I, and I tried to pick a good slew. I, I know I kind of teased this with you earlier. I could have probably picked 14 stories that were all just related to butt things that happened this year. <laughs> and as tempting as that was, I, I tried to, you know, I tried to pick a, you know, different genres of everything that just kind of encapsulated the year for us. Yeah. And and what I tried to do was do them all in like chronological order. So the, the basically the, what we start off with is what the kind of the earlier ones were and we'll end it with the more recent ones, of course. So and there's really no script. I mean, we're just going to kind of fly by the seat of our pants and, and which we kind of do every week anyway. 
But uh, you're gonna fly at the speed of insanity. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, so uh, of all, I mean, of all the ones that you kind of look through before we get to any of them, and and the ones that you picked, was there one particular favorite that you really liked? Oh man, you know, well, so there's actually one from 2020 that I still quote often enough. Remember the. Um, the the one we talked about like someone catching on their their doorbell camera being attacked by a bobcat oh yeah and, uh, and so i i will still sometimes just come down in the morning when i'm walking that making my morning commute to my desk as we we now know that it can be qualified as a commute from this podcast right. um and I'll, I'll come down and i'll just i'll pause for just one second as i look over at my wife and, and son and i'll just be like Good morning, and uh, and she, my wife knows exactly what I'm saying right there, which is like seconds away from being attacked by a bobcat. If you've not <laughs> seen the video, you'll quote it for the rest of your life. It's hilarious. This year, I, I think the one that I remembered most absolutely was the hemorrhoid cream. Oh yeah, That's, oh yeah. Uh, the hemorrhoid cream, I think, I was the the funniest uh, <laughs> of the, or the most <laughs> memorable of the bunch. Um, but I really did enjoy, I think, just the stripper poles on, yeah. on the school bus or, or a field trip there, <laughs> as well as the airplane passenger who was breastfeeding her cats. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's hard to sum it down to just one. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, it, and, and like I was saying when we were talking before we started recording, uh, I actually would go through these the, the old episodes and kind of give a quick listen through and the ones that you were cracking up the most about I'm thinking, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm putting this one on the list. Okay. Let's see if you think, <laughs> you know, so, so all it right. doesn't so take we, much we, for me to laugh at these. Well, things. yeah, exactly. So but we, we start, which I think is a, a good way to start with, you know, a lot of folks start the year with predictions and new year's resolutions. And then at the end of the year, we kind of go back and see whether we did okay with our predictions. And so uh, it's obvious that we should obviously start with the psychic who sees the future by throwing asparagus and made, made predictions for 2021. Did you find that particularly fascinating? Oh, I did. I, I really just wanted to kind of Nostradamus this and, and see if mystic veg was actually any good at her asparagus predictions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you 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 can take it. You can launch us off here talking about this story that came out. Yeah, right. I, was, I guess it was in I guess it was January, wasn't it? Yeah, no, this is in January here, right? right? We're opening up twenty twenty one, and we've got vegetables to help us, you know, get a good <laughs> glimpse of what the maybe maybe Mystic Veg will put something out for twenty twenty two. Who knows? Um, <laughs> so if you don't remember, and I'll I'll kind of recap a little bit. This was a while back. Um, there's a, there's a psychic who makes predictions by throwing asparagus across the room. I guess you'd say it's like reading tea leaves, right? Um, <laughs> this as I sip on my wife's morning sickness tea uh, with a whole lemon in it right now because I've been fighting off a cold. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I could read some tea leaves at the bottom here, or we could go throw some asparagus across the room, which is <laughs> probably better than actually putting it on your plate because I'm not an asparagus fan. Uh, so at least we found a use for it. Well, she claims that she could foresee the events of 2021, including a new normal after the coronavirus pandemic and a royal breakup. Now, I don't know if she was meaning like us breaking up with royalty or, you know, like there was actually going to be just a, a 
splitting up because I, one of those might be true and one of those I don't think actually came true. Um, another name, her name is Jemima Packington. She's from Evesham and she uses asparagus tips rather than a crystal ball to make these predictions. And it's earned her the nickname Mystic Veg. I, I would say be careful at how you pronounce that because otherwise this is going to start to sound like porn star or weatherman. Um, <laughs> And so after throwing the vegetables in the air and reading the patterns they form, the 65-year-old says that she showed the pandemic will begin, um, I guess, to pass by June. Well, I guess she did not uh, take into account what politicians are, are, I guess you could say, the slow-moving bureaucracy that is government. Um, Right. I would say that this one probably, unless you live in Florida, in which case – the, nothing really ever slowed down here to begin with. I'd right. say that that prediction, not not so good. I, I, I think yeah. she kind of missed the Maybe the asparagus just kind of, you know, wilted. Hit, 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 yeah, I, wilted. Maybe there was a, a breeze that came by as she threw it across the room. <laughs> um, now, we, we do also see that uh, prediction of hers that foreign travel will become an occasional option rather than the annual norm. I, I think that there might be some truth to that, but it might not be, um, again, like intentional outside of like governments physically not letting people go. Um, right. No, we do see, she says, extremes of weather will continue uh, with tropical storms becoming more frequent. It was actually not a big hurricane year for us in, in Florida, or I, I think in America, at least. There are a couple ones right. that happened, but uh, they were in the islands. And they I had a pretty good, good typhoon over in the Philippines, too, you might remember. I, I, see, I was thinking the Philippines had one, and then I think Haiti had a bad one. But that was yep. about it. Um, I mean, we got the big tornado recently, but that yeah, it's been, we're due for an F5. And I don't think that was even an F5 still. So that would still not suggest a f- more frequent uh, bad weather. I, I don't think the data supports that from what I've seen. Um, and then Gus... Uh, is going to become a popular baby name by 2021. I I don't know anyone that's that's named a baby Gus uh, in the last 20 years, let alone <laughs> this year. So I'm I'm starting to think that maybe asparagus tips is not the way to go with predicting. Maybe we should just try something more palatable, like maybe um, eggplant. Yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, eggplant might work. Um, I, I think that I think that that would be more popular. If anything, maybe on TikTok for other reasons. <laughs> so, well, I, I like the prediction. She was making some pretty grim predictions about the royal family. She predicted like two divorces and said that Harry would return to the UK on his own in March. I didn't see that happen. No, but we did just have that crossbow incident happen this past week or two. Yeah, 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 that's true. You know, and then she said the former President Trump will be disowned by the GOP members because of his appalling handling of the U.S. domestic situation. I didn't see that happening either. <laughs> no, I, I didn't see that happening either. <laughs> so, And there'll be no Scottish, second Scottish referendum, which, well... I think there is going to be one. I think from what I've been seeing, the old Scots are kind of getting a little antsy about independence. So there's still more talk about that. So, yeah, I think, frankly, see, for me, I happen to like asparagus. I think she should have just kept it on the plate and steamed it for a little bit and put some seasoning on it, a little butter. <laughs> it probably would have turned out a lot better. 
<laughs> I'm thinking maybe some of the predictions would have gone. Uh, maybe these are things that are going to happen in 2022 instead. Yeah. And that I, there just wasn't I enough fiber in her, um, in her, in her, uh, I guess what pr- prediction. I, I don't know. Yeah. That might be it. I can tell Your predictions you predictions will be more regular as long as you have enough fiber. Well, I know this. I know, I, I know for a fact that I can predict that if you eat asparagus, your pee will stink. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess that means if you predict with asparagus, your your predictions will stink too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well, <laughs> here this, this 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 next story was another one that was pretty funny. I, I have to admit. And I'm kind of glad you picked it too because I I really liked it uh, about the police that busted up the swingers party and they got oh mistaken for the strippers. They, I, I I could see this happening. I think I've probably seen it happen in at least five or six movies at some point, right? <laughs> well, it's something that really should happen in the movies. But what what took place? About twenty couples in Mar del Plata, Argentina. They get together at a farm. For this underground swingers party, okay? And, you know, of course, now let me stop here. Uh, another thing we talked about over the year was pineapples on your swimsuits. <laughs> yeah, right. Remember I've that? Learned, yeah, no, I remember. No pineapples if you don't want to be mistaken. Um, As a swinger. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, no, no mention whether these police officers had pineapples on their uniforms or not. But they didn't have permission to hold a party with that many people during the pandemic. So the cops come. When the cops get there, the people at the party thought they were the strippers to come to the swingers party. One of the cops said, a woman pulled him aside and whispered, uh, look at your eyes. You're you're getting me hot. <laughs> and all the people at the party got citations for violating the COVID protocols. And the owner of the farm is gonna be now, got a fine. So how do the cops find out about the party? Okay, well, there there were three people that were organizing it. They ended up getting in a fight during the planning. Two of them decided to leave the other one out, and then that person ratted them out to the cops. And that's that's how it all went down. And <laughs> so, yeah, it really does seem like oh my gosh, I um, I remember watching this is like maybe years back. There was a movie called The Watch. It was yep. like a neighborhood watch thing, but it's a. a um, uh, like a Ben Stiller movie, right? You got Ben Stiller and um, yep. Vince Vaughn and uh, was it Richard Iota or uh, mm-hmm. from IT Crowd? Uh, if anyone's seen that, one of my favorites. And I had Jonah Hill, and then there's a swingers party that gets thrown in, in that as well, and where someone gets mistaken there, and, and like you know, aliens show up as well, and and so I just kind of imagine <laughs> like uh, I don't know. It's that makes me laugh. Uh, well, <laughs> just. The only thing that would have made that story even funnier would be if the cops got there and everybody was so excited they began to disrobe the cops right there on the spot. But mm. you know that would have been that would have been really interesting. So, but oh yeah, and I'm sure that they would have you know thought the taser was just a, a toy used <laughs> for stimulation. Um, that's, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. There'd be some kinky people that would be getting into that. <laughs> you know? All right. Well, they, I guess you, you could t- tell the difference between the real cops and the stripper cops by how much fuzz is on the handcuffs of the fuzz. 
Ah, that's a or good how point. much fur is on the handcuffs of the fuzz, maybe, and um, and whether it's pink fuzz. <laughs> I know. Oh, know. Man, well, this one. So moving moving on into twenty twenty one, I guess. Um, I like this one because I guess the the irony of it. I don't know. It's although this is great. You have the, remember the man that was wanted for stealing one of his girlfriend's engagement rings. Oh so yeah, proposed to his other girlfriend. Yep. Oh, man, uh, this is a guy in Florida. He was secretly in two serious long-term relationships, and he goes and he steals an engagement ring that he had given to one woman so that he could use it to propose to the other. The women just figured out what was happening, and the cops have issued a warrant for the guy's arrest. And so now he gets no women and uh, all, all for stealing a ring that he just gave a little bit. A, a lot of, you know... I've I've heard of other things happening prematurely, but not proposing. Oh yeah, well, this guy, I actually was able to get in and find out a little more about the story. He's this forty-eight-year-old dude named Joseph Davis. Okay, so he meets these two women through OK Cupid. Okay, and one is in Orlando, the other one's in Orange City, Florida. Okay, so he's in a serious relationship with both of them. He uses a fake name in both relationships. One woman knows him as Joe Brown. One knows him as Marcus Brown. Okay. So Joseph proposed to the Orlando girlfriend, but he recently then decided, I want to propose to the girl in Orange City also. So he steals the engagement ring that he had given to his fiance to give to his other girlfriend. So the Orlando woman figures something was going on. She starts searching Facebook, and what do you know? She spots the Orange City woman wearing the ring. Then they got in touch with each other, and then they called the cops. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a sitcom. <laughs> it's like the classic <laughs> double date where both show up to the same place, and you've got to bounce yeah. back and forth. <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't know. Why, what is it with guys that think they can logically follow through with something like this? Oh, I have no idea. I I have enough on my plate with just one lady in my life. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like I think about two women. I'm like the amount of home projects to do with two women asking for different. Oh gosh, this is wouldn't yeah. be possible. Oh, I'm I'm serious. I'm serious. But that 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 is you talk about karma. Karma really came home to that boy. You know, I mean, and and then of course you know you've got. You know, if you've got just that one woman, you know, like you said, one woman is about all you can handle, especially if you've really got the hots for your wife and you want to try something new in the bedroom. And that's <laughs> what that's what leads to this story. And we had a lot of fun with this one about the guy <laughs> had, had to go to the ER because he was having sex with his wife through the doorknob hole. <laughs> I I still can't um, like I I don't look at doors the same way after reading this one throughout the year. That, that's the the truth behind why I actually picked this one. I'll look at the door. I'll look at the front door sometimes, and I just think, oh man, imagine having to take that door with you to the ER. <laughs> so, oh man, this I guess this is what happens when an old amateur thinks he can build and use a, a glory hole you might say so but yeah let's just leave it to those of us with experience this is a guy um his name is eric and he and his wife katie well you know i mean i guess it's good to keep your relationship um fresh and unpredictable but they're role-playing 
Okay. And he's the handyman. She's the lonely housewife, you know, and they come up with this idea to, well, have the handyman remove a doorknob. And well, then they, you know, have a little hanky panky through the hole. Right. So Eric takes uh, some enhancement pills. This is the best part right here. Okay. <laughs> I want to know how much enhancement was he expecting? <laughs> so, Cause well, they did start having sex through the door knob hole, but there was a small problem you see because his junk got stuck <laughs> so, so i'm thinking i'm thinking how much enhancement was he was he was going on here and of course this guy was in so much pain i guess it kind of killed the mood they ended up having to call 911 <laughs> so and the best part is the paramedics couldn't get him free so they had to saw part of the door off so he goes to the ER with his junk stuck in a little square of wood. <laughs> Which Dude. gives a whole new meaning to the word Woody. I, I know. I was just thinking like, you know, door knocker or something. Um, <laughs> it was like, you know, door knocked up. But, um, yeah, you know, like I, I've, I've seen a lot of people bang on doors, but not bang through doors. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> one thing, and I mean, I guess, I mean, that's a, if you're trying to spice things up, keep it interesting, I guess, but I, I don't uh, like you, you know, you're immediately shaving off at least one, one and a half inches of, of length just to fit the door itself through, you know? Yeah. I don't usually yeah. people are trying to, uh, you know, I guess make themselves, I, I guess, you know, I, I get you're giving yourself a, a handicap. Uh, yeah. For the handyman, I guess, if you're doing that. So, well, the good news is there was no permanent damage, but I don't know. I mean, I mean, you, yeah. you've got to, I think, I, I'm thinking the whole time, the, uh, even when we read the story originally, the thought was going to my mind was these, these paramedics aren't getting enough money to come out and do rescue work like this, you know? I mean, <laughs> you, just imagine you are the guy with the saw trying to cut around his junk so that you don't <laughs> cut <laughs> I, I, i'd be laughing the whole time i, I don't know like can, can you get fired or or, or a, like a fine for giggling yeah while doing you your know, work there that's the thing i mean imagine you're having to cut around this swollen piece of anatomy okay <laughs> and oh man you talk about delicate surgery you know, but yeah, I, th I, I'm sure there was a lot of, uh, <clears throat> a lot of, um, joking back at the, uh, EMT station when they got back that when they got that guy delivered to the ER, you know? <laughs> Oh, but ER doctors, I used to know an ER doctor and, uh, I mean, the stories are true that you hear, <laughs> if you're an ER doctor, you see a lot of things and you get a lot of stories that you get to come back with Oh God. Maybe that you can't tell around a dinner table. Right, right. I, it's 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 one of those things. If I was working the EMT shift on that particular call, I'd say, do we want to like flip to see who wants to operate the saw? 
<laughs> so let's all take turns so we can all say that we helped cut this guy's <laughs> junk out of the door. Oh man, I, I, oh. You know, I would love to say like come home from work. As, as weird as that might sound, it would just for the story of it. I'd love to come home. You know, so how's your day today, honey? Oh, I don't know whatever you know. And it's like oh, I'll tell you what I did today, and uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, so uh, a little, uh, maybe it's not really not that much behind the scenes because we throw it all out there for this podcast. But um, a lot of times when I pick stories, I pick stories that I, I know that sometimes I'm like, I want to read more about this story or I just want to see the look on my wife's face when I read it. <laughs> and th this next one is one of those stories that I know for sure that my wife is never going to be able to unhear. <laughs> and, and, and I'm just I'm doing it for the reaction. Um, earlier, the, about halfway through the year, we, we read a story about a parent who is suing so that they could marry their adult child. Um, so this one, so it turns out that there is such a thing as having too much love to give, right? Um, and about maybe being like a mama's boy. Uh, you know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> There's a parent that's in New York. Uh, she just filed a well. They filed a lawsuit to get the rights to marry their adult child, wow. and they're keeping everything anonymous, which is the first sign that they know this isn't going to play well. And the lawsuit says it's a matter of quote individual autonomy and quote through the enduring bond of expression, intimacy, and spirituality. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Well, actually, through the enduring bond of marriage, two persons, whatever relationship they might otherwise have, can find a greater level of expression, intimacy, and spirituality. Um, I'd like to know what that looks like. I don't. Not if that. <laughs> not if. It, not if it looks like this. I'm getting. Yeah. I've got enough of an idea what this looks like. Um, they could you imagine? Most people cringe when they think about the fact that their mom and dad have gotten it on, you know, yeah. uh, period, let alone, like, in the house that you grew up in while you were still living there. And, or worse, uh, and so or, this or, just or, is a whole new level. Well, or worse, or you're hearing your mom and dad getting it on in the house. Oh, gosh. <laughs> imagine, yeah, I, I imagine if the guy that got his stuff stuck in the door, if they had kids yeah. that came home from school, they're like, you got to call the ER right now because if we don't get them here, by three o'clock, the kids mm -hmm. are going to walk in on this. Um, well, anyway, um, they've also addressed one of the top reasons why these kinds of marriages aren't allowed. They say that they're, quote, unable to procreate together. Ugh. In New York, incest is a felony, and they can get you up to four years in prison for it. <laughs> Plus, marriages with incest are voided. A lawyer who's an expert in marital law says that he read the lawsuit and, quote, it's never going to fly. Yeah. And mm. the funny thing is that this is happening in New York, which obviously is a shocker, because now if this was from West Virginia, not so much. <laughs> you know? so. Oh, my gosh. Right. West Virginia would be more of a cousin, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there are some states that you can marry your first cousin, by the way. Just so that's you know when you're that. Googling, like, how many cousins removed do you have to be? 
<laughs> yeah, really. So, well, this, uh, I mean, I mean, of course, I, I don't know whether they have ever won the lawsuit or not. I, I, I can't see this happening, you know. I, I can't but, see it happening if it's with a mother and a son because yeah. – the the uh, there, there's something about a mother and the son with the nagging. There's, oh yeah, like it doesn't even have to be nagging, but nagging just it just like spontaneously occurs and happens. Yeah, from yeah, from yeah. living together um, with uh, that. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, I mean it. it, it what this, all these images are coming up in my head because you know, if, especially if the son had been breastfed by his mother as a child. Oh gosh, I didn't even think about this. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, no, it's just it's you're in for a bad day if uh, if this is what you're trying to do. <laughs> uh, well, we've we we've covered. We've covered incest as best when living in New York. We've we've covered um, getting your wood stuck in wood. And now we've got your favorite story of the year. The two guys <laughs> that wound up in the hospital after they injected each other's junk with hemorrhoid cream. <laughs> I, I still haven't worked up the courage to actually look at the, the pictures in the medical. Oh, journal. really? <laughs> And there's links. You could have you could have seen it right there. Oh no, I, I'm well aware that there are links, and I have the option to look at it. Um, <laughs> maybe maybe you could get away with putting it on the Telegram. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, I don't I think you do could. That. No, yeah, we'll put it. We'll put it on. We'll put it on our Telegram channel for sure. <laughs> you have to put the link. <laughs> don't don't just put a picture. <laughs> no, no, no. It'll have to be the link. <clears throat> In fact, at the time that the story came out, we I didn't even have the Telegram channel up. So definitely this will have to go into the oh, Telegram channel. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Now you can send dick pics, not just to me, but to the whole yeah, to everybody else. Group. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, well, why why don't you reminisce about this uh, heroic event that took place here? Oh gosh! All right, so you know, um, like what, like what you did with, with with your buddies the last time that you got drunk. Uh, maybe a lot of you don't because you don't remember anything when you got drunk. Um, that, that's not really how I fly, but I've seen my fair share of of uh, people do some stupid things uh, under the influence. So there's a story that happened. It was in a French medical journal, which is, just makes us better, right? Uh, so that way you, can, you know, you can be a scholar while looking at at this stuff up, right? You're like, no, I'm a, I'm a learned scholar. I believe in science, and I'm going to read this medical journal about two dudes in their 30s who got drunk and decided to inject hemorrhoid cream into each other's junk to make it bigger. Uh, and I'm like, is this one of those things that you do when you're like in a locker room and you're like, oh, it's not gay to smack smack my buddy's butt um <laughs> i don't know but anyway uh, these guys they watch a youtube tutorial on it so hey that's the that's the funniest part right there i know there's youtube tutorials for everything and i and i <laughs> I, I think i underestimated the lengths of what like of the of the truthfulness behind that statement um so but you know it is important to say it's not backed up by any real science even right. though this does come from a medical journal uh, right. Well, they went for it, and unfortunately, both of them were in so much pain they had to go to the hospital the next morning. <laughs> you know those all those commercials that you see that uh, kind of make you 
make you giggle. And they talk yeah. about how if your erection lasts for more than four hours, uh, right. you know, you might want to see a doctor about that. Well, the doctors told them to take painkillers to try to reduce the swelling. <laughs> and maybe it worked, but it didn't um, because the guys never came. Well, they, they never came back to their following follow-up appointments, at least. Um, we don't know, but I would assume that it probably worked at that point then. Mm-hmm. So that, that is good to know. You could save yourself the embarrassment by just taking some painkillers and yeah. some, you know, some things that reduce the swelling. If you ever choose to go this route. <laughs> um, yeah. The doctors say, quote, there's a real likelihood that there will be irreversible damage. Obviously. This is something no right-minded individual would do. And that <laughs> is where irreversible damage, those are not the two words you want to hear when you're talking about your own, you know, your, your yeah. own phallus. Uh, yes, when, when you go down there. No. <laughs> And so, in fact, the only context I think that any guy would be okay with hearing irreversible damage would be after maybe a vigorous session uh, with with the wife or something. You know, you're like, oh, well, that you know, irreversible damage. What what I'm thinking of is the Futurama episode where you've got death by snoo snoo. Yeah, (laughs) if you're familiar with that one, death by snoo snoo, I think would be the only. Irreversible damage. Some people would be okay with, uh, with this. <laughs> <laughs> and and so all this being said, we teased it, but there are pictures in the medical journal. So if you want to give it a little read, it's also a picture book. So you know. <laughs> so well, um, <clears throat> um, and, and and yet you haven't got up enough nerve to look at it yet. That's the that's just crazy <laughs> about it. I still love the fact that you weren't warned before clicking on it, so you kind of had that I've, sprung at you. Yeah, well, let's just say I've, I've already been traumatized. <laughs> so, and, oh my and for the, well, and, and, uh, and, and basically, for those of any of you that would like to get into our Telegram channel, I just shared it. So it's now officially. <laughs> so if you want to indulge in the trauma yourself, then right. I'll... Yeah. Just all you, if you if you and, and if you haven't got the Telegram Messenger yet, you can get that and 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 get the get it into the channel at t.me slash insane e r i k l a n e and and that the, you can download the the app for Telegram and then you can get into the channel right there. The, the one comfort I know with this is that you have to you know actually inject the the hemorrhoid cream in to like you can, it's easily avoidable. You know, yeah. um, my uh, my best friend, he showed me a, a video from it was like a, it was like Deadliest Catch or something like that from years back. And mm-hmm. I guess the captain or one of the people in the boat got an inguinal hernia. And and it showed like a diagram on there, like how the history or Discovery Channel shows. And um, and that's where I discovered that, you know, I guess your sack down there um, <laughs> Like thing, things can your intestines can drop into there when, yes. when a hernia happens. It is it, it is a cavity. <laughs> I guess you could say it's like a cul-de-sac, and uh, and so <laughs> you know ever since seeing and hearing about the cantaloupe-sized inguinal hernia that this captain had down there, yeah. that um, I'm just like I, I now know that's a thing that can happen, and it's yep. just it almost makes you a little sick and nauseous knowing that can happen. Um, yeah. 
At least with well, this, I, I well, know you could easily avoid it. You know, uh, let, let, let's just say if if uh, you you you've really had some some envisioned uh, pictures in your head of let's say Kabasi, then you probably got an idea of what these pictures look like in the journal. <laughs> oh gosh, I, <laughs> I, I'd like to imagine that the guy who got his stuff stuck in the door was using hemorrhoid cream or something too. <laughs> Yeah, really? Oh, wow. Well, from putting hemorrhoid cream in your junk to putting glue in your eyes, and we oh, had gosh. this story that we picked out uh, with this woman goes to the hospital, and you're thinking, how, do, how, how, does, how does a woman put glue in her eyes instead of eye drops? Now, this is coming off of the story also that came from 2021 about the Gorilla Glue girl. You remember that? Okay. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. The girl that oh, decides she's going to put gorilla glue in her hair. Was it because she couldn't find hairspray or she couldn't find gel or something? Yeah, it was but, something like that. <laughs> right. All right. So I don't know. It was, it was, you know, a few, <clears throat> I don't know. It uh, could have been two months or 17 years ago. It's kind of hard to tell the way the, you know, the world goes <laughs> by. But, but this glue disaster involves a woman named, uh, she's from Redford, Michigan. She is Yesedra Williams. Okay, so she falls asleep with her contact lenses in. Now, I mean, I think we've all done that from time to time. So she wakes up in the middle of the night, one o'clock in the morning. Her eyes are really dry. So she reaches in her purse for her eye drops. Now, if your eyes are really dry and it's one o'clock in the morning, you're probably kind of blurry. You can't really see very well. I, why oh, yeah. she didn't turn you're, you're the light on? Those things off your eyeballs. Yeah, right. Why she didn't turn the light on is beyond me. But she gives, goes into the purse to get her eye drops, but she accidentally grabbed her bottle of fingernail glue, and she put a drop of that in her eye. Well, I think we all know what happened next. Her eye immediately completely sealed shut. So she tries to flush it with water, but it was staying shut. So her husband calls 911, and she's rushed to the hospital. Fortunately, the doctors were able to get her eye open and get the contact lens out also. But they said that contact actually saved her from serious damage. Even though she lost a few eyelashes, she at least won't lose her vision, thankfully. Oh, gosh. This is one of the cringiest stories, I think, from the year. Because the eyeballs are like the testicles of the of the face, right? Yeah. No one. I, I think that was like a, a quote from the um, from the office from Dwight. Yeah, but it's real though. Uh, oh gosh, it, it makes me cringe now. Just oh man, just imagine that. that. Well, and, and imagine you know the the shock of your own realization, thinking you're putting Visine in your eye. And suddenly your eye is with searing, burning, red hot pain. Oh, no, I have felt that before. I, you know how the, some contact um, cases, they have like this, uh, I guess, neutralizing agent for like yes. a really good, clean uh, contact thing. Like when you put peroxide in there and right. I was on vacation and someone had given me, I, I, I guess I'd run out or forgotten to bring some eye drops, not eye drops, some, some like contact uh, liquid or fluid for, for my contacts. So they're like, oh, I've got some extra here. It's okay. Put them in my regular contact case. Uh, and again, like there's usually this like kind of neutralizing agent that, that kind of gets rid of uh, the the um, stuff that, that stings. Well, I put that contact in my eye 
And I mean, immediately that eye shut so tight. It took me an hour for me to just get my eye. That's with me using both hands and trying to just pry my eye open. I could not open my eye. It was so (laughs) tightly shut for an hour until I finally was able to peel that contact off where I didn't wear contacts for a few days just to give my eye a chance to to recover. Just to recover, exactly. Yeah, well, (laughs) here's the story. That was about the middle of next of last past of this past year, and I'm sure that some guys in Passau, Germany, would have probably uh, liked not to have seen with their eye. Uh, but yeah, yeah, and this is the one you really liked about the bomb squad who found a grenade, but it wasn't a grenade. I'm just immature. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the police in Passau, Germany, they get this call. Um, you know, a week after a woman was jogging through, or this week, this is after a woman was jogging through um, a forest, and she spotted a grenade on the ground. And so, you know, like in parts of Europe, this actually happens because you've yeah. got World War One, World War Two, and, and these things like sometimes you just bury up uh, old mines or yeah. uh, like trip mines um, or uh, feel like like uh, you know warheads that just didn't explode when they were dropped yeah, from planes and or shells or something like that. Right, and, and this reminds me of the old uh, of the artillery shell guy who who got oh, an yeah. artillery shell stuck up his butt that we talked about yeah, just a yeah. few weeks ago. Um, right. And so uh, just imagine that you're out there, you're the bomb squad, you've got your, your, uh, you know, hurt locker jacket on and like a little bomb robot coming out there. Um, and uh, well, when the bomb squad, they got there and they investigate it, they find that the grenade was actually just a rubber grenade shaped adult toy. I would <laughs> think like maybe a butt plug or like a, a, a grenade shaped dildo type thing. <laughs> Um, and so, which, Hey, I think why in the world would you think, Oh, you know what? I'm going to get myself a nice sex toy and I'm going to make it look like, like a grenade. Um, (laughs) I, you know, I'm not sure, uh, what the deal with that. (laughs) Then again, I mean, I guess what people find fire trucks and GI Joe's, uh, ER doctors (laughs) up people's, but so, you know, I, I guess they, everyone needs uh, something like th- their own thing. At least this was maybe, uh, at least it's not a real bomb. Um, well, the bomb squad found a USB charging cable next to it. So <laughs> we're thinking it was probably a USB powered vibrating toy shaped like a nice. grenade. Nice. <laughs> nice. We, <laughs> we, <laughs> we found a, a type of a toy on Amazon, actually, and it's currently sold out. So I guess it is a popular one. <laughs> the, the squad also found two condoms in an empty tube of lube by the grenade. So, ah. yeah. yes, indeed. Well, I I guess we had a different kind of fireworks going off that night. So <laughs> definitely nice. Well, and and of course, whenever I saw the fact that it was a USB powered toy. It now reminds me of yet another story we'll be talking about that was from 2021 involving a USB cable, but not quite the same way. But that, that'll be coming up here a little bit later on. But here's something that was caught uh, with not necessarily their pants down, but maybe something else. Okay, there was a teacher 
that got caught enjoying a little man nipple during a class Zoom. Okay, so this was beautiful. Okay, and and of course, this is stuff we heard about all the time. All these Zoom accidents, whether it uh, you know the the cat lawyer or the uh, the guy that shows up into the court hearing in, in with Zoom with the, the news anchor that effort. got caught cheating because the uh, a naked woman runs in the back of his yes. screen while he was live yes. broadcasting. Uh-huh. My favorite one was the guy that shows up for a court hearing and he didn't realize the name in his Zoom window was But Effer 3000. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I love that one. But you would think, Oh, this whole Zoom era, we'd finally start to understand what is and is not showing up on camera. And, well, most of us would be wrong. There's a 37-year-old woman here. This is past year. Her name is Amanda Fletcher. She's a Spanish teacher at this fancy prep school in New York City. So she's now was under investigation this year because she was teaching her remote class here a few months ago. And, well, they saw her, they, they saw her on camera suckling on a man nipple. Okay? So, and... <laughs> Before this, her class could even see her eating spaghetti. Uh, in, in a weird way, that's almost more creepy to me. But the Special Commissioner of Investigation for New York Schools looked into what happened. They said, Amanda, well, she's going to be uh, having some disciplinary action. But for at the time that the story was written, she was still on the payroll and making $105,000 a year. But can you imagine going to class and have your Zoom teacher getting a little nipple action from some guy? Uh, <laughs> this sounds like something that would happen more from a French teacher, um, yeah. <laughs> not a Spanish teacher. But I, I will say I would rather seeing the, the, this happen with a Spanish teacher than the math teacher, though. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> or an English teacher. Yeah. It's not that the same. I, <laughs> uh-huh. I can imagine that, though. That is um, – <laughs> I, I would um, – you say disciplinary action as if like as if the teacher's going to continue to teach there. I don't know if I'd be able to show my face anywhere within that school ever again after well, that happened. The thing about it is at least the man didn't have his face showing. That is true. Um, that is true, though. I, I, I don't know. I think it's still more embarrassing uh, for the, the woman there. Yeah, definitely. Either definitely. way, well, it's weird. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, the one the the next story here from 2021 that we we picked was having uh, involved uh, a problem in Florida um, with a, a certain type of snakes that were showing up. I don't know if you saw oh, yeah. having having trouble with this or not. But yeah, explain a little bit about these uh, unique snakes that were being found in Florida. <laughs> so, so we've got a new invasive species down here in Florida. And uh, I'm thinking that we need to start renaming some of the Chinese Zodiac and just <laughs> come up with, with uh, new names that kind of fit, fit the um, kind of like, you know, the, the 2022 or something. And if that's right. the case, I want 2022 to be the year of the penis snake uh, because <laughs> they, they've started appearing in, in Southern Florida and now I, I'm, I'm telling you, you might, might want to Google it. I'll give you the real name though. That way you don't, uh, penis snake is obviously that that's not the the scientific name for it but um you might want to be careful or or put on your your uh strict restriction search restrictions i guess is that what they um, right right. when you when you look this up because 
I'm sure that you're going to get a lot of other things you don't want to see. Um, they will put the wheelies though uh, to you because they are, they're definitely creepy looking. Um, <laughs> I, I, when we talked about it earlier this year, I, I still stand by my description. I, I, they, they look like circumcised eels. Um, <laughs> the climate, as it continues to change, it's becoming commonplace for regions of the world to suddenly find themselves home to various strange species. Previously unknown to the territory, and this is the case for South Florida, you know, this is where you have people that dump their lionfish or their pythons, yeah. and then all of a sudden they just kind of take over because they don't have a... Uh, uh, like like a predator, like a natural predator right. there to keep the population down. Well, uh, this is meant to it like an influx of plants and animals down in Central and South America, e even to the fact where we, we got monkeys over in like the suburbs that apparently I grew up in just down the yeah. street from me. So these um, these here, it's a formerly, formerly known as a, and I, I'm going to try to pronounce this uh, like a, Casilian, C A E C I L I A N. That That's is good. what you want to Google. Don't yeah. Google penis snake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> biologists, they're, they're smart enough to give the species a proper name, right? Um, and the creatures are native to Colombia and Venezuela and South America. So my guess is they probably came here, uh, you know, hitching a ride on some like, uh, you know, the gears in like an airplane or something. Like what happens? And a lot of these islands with different snakes. Um, right. But more recently here, they, they have also been seen in the, uh, the Tamiami Canal near Miami International Airport. And these Castilians, they can range in size from a few inches to five feet long. And they have extremely poor eyesight. Probably due to the one eye. Oh wait, no, never yeah. mind. I'm talking about uh, <laughs> I'm talking about the one eye penis snake. Uh, <laughs> this explains why their name translates to blind ones in Latin. Now, yeah. instead of the penis snake, or for, you know, so-called for obvious reasons, if you look at the pictures, it has a, like a pair of sensory tentacles between the eyes and nostril that allows it to detect food which it eats with dozens of needle-like teeth. Um, all things that you don't want to mix your metaphors with, I guess, here. Correct. Um, <laughs> the first one found in Florida was discovered just two years ago, according to staff at the Florida Museum. And it was about two feet long, although it has since died. Despite the, their unfortunate um, colloquialism, the creatures aren't actually snakes. They're amphibians, and they're actually, they're in fact more closely related to frogs, toads, salamanders, and newts. Mm -hmm. They do live on both land and, and fresh water, and they typically consume worms and termites. But they have been known to snatch small snakes, frogs, and lizards. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you have it. I mean, you never would have thought uh, that a penis snake would be uh, like uh, a newt, but uh, that that's an interesting concept. Well... <laughs> Well, going from a penis snake to an actual penis with a USB cable stuck. <laughs> I, I, I had to choose this because I was actually impressed by how much cable <laughs> <laughs> this kid was able to fit up, uh, up there. And I mean, it is, I, like, there's an extra with it. I would be careful Googling any of the stories we talk about, just frankly. But this x-ray is kind of impressive like i <laughs> i was more impressed than anything else <laughs> uh, 
Should, maybe I should put this X-ray the in in the Telegram also. <laughs> go yeah, go ahead and add it. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah, we'll throw, um, we'll, throw, we'll throw this in. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll add it into into our <clears throat> into the our Telegram channel, and you can tell about. I'll I'll go ahead and let you talk about this. this just, right, how how to turn your floppy drive into a hard drive, um, <laughs> you know, and, and then how you back up that hard drive and his <laughs> penis. Um, this is there's a UK team. He had to undergo emergency surgery after a crazy attempt to measure his manhood resulted in him getting a USB cable lodged into his urethra. Um, and Lodge is saying it lightly because, again, I mean, there was – when you look at it, at the x-ray, I mean, they, this must have been a six-foot-long cable it almost looked like. I don't know. Um, he definitely got the majority of it in. Even if it's a small cable, it is – all just twisted around in the x-ray in there. Um, I still don't know why you would choose to measure the length that way than on the outside if you're going to do <laughs> yeah. this, right? Maybe he was thinking, you know, it'll be more impressive. I can get more length out of it by yeah. doing it this way. You know, or maybe he's like, ah, I've got more in there. I know. I know there's more in there. I, You know, I'm not sure, but... The, uh, the, the phallic fiasco, though, reportedly began after an unnamed 15-year-old boy was, quote-unquote, triggered by sexual curiosity. Um, look, we've all been 15-year-old boys before, and... I think we've all been and, triggered, too, for that matter. Oh, but yes. And I will say, you know, at no point in time have I thought it would even remotely be a good idea to insert a USB wire into in your that reef, hole. Right? I, know, um, <laughs> I guess you could call it a sex experiment. It oh, backfired. Yes. Um, I, I guess you could say, uh, what was it, invalid memory or something. It was, um, it backfired when the cable became lodged in the curious teen's scrotum, like an electric, like an electronic catheter. Now, despite attempts to extract it himself, which, oh gosh, this just, Oh, man. The the USB cord uh, became tangled so terribly, as they are off to do, right? The only way he yeah. could have gotten this worse was by putting headphone cables up there. <laughs> because nothing else gets more tangled than those. Maybe yeah. Christmas lights. I don't know. Um, so they became tangled so terribly that both ends were left hanging out uh, of, of this. So I don't know how. To, now you've got, okay, the cord is folded over, bent, with both ends hanging I it just gets weirder in my mind as I see this. Um, the, the plugged up boy's family member down there, or his, his I'm sorry, his actual family. He transported him to the hospital after he began urinating blood. After initial attempts to remove the wire failed, the teen was transferred to University College Hospital, London to see if they could uh, extricate the interpenal measuring tape. I can't imagine telling my parents <laughs> about this. You know, like, oh, well, what happened? Where the doctor, what, you know? I'd be like, just let me die. Just, just let yeah. me die here at the hospital and never tell anybody what happened. Um, 
Per the report, the embarrassed boy asked to speak to doctors without his mother present. I would, yes, whereupon he confessed to his frightening escapade. Now, the fact that we're talking about it right now tells me that this didn't stay a secret, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, subsequent x-rays revealed that there were was a veritable Gordian knot of USB wire inside the team, which required surgeons to make an incision in the region between his genitals and anus to yank it out. I ah, know. Uh, thankfully, the boy recovered without incident and was discharged from the hospital the following day. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to leave that sit for a minute. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just, can you, I mean, first off, you've got a, a, a sexual, sexually curious 15 year old boy and he wants to measure himself and the only thing he can use to measure himself with is a, U is a USB cable <laughs> <laughs> and he, he he's got it to the point that both ends were hanging out and it was so knotted up inside they had to cut between his a-hole and his scrotum to pull the thing out from between his legs uh, I'm saying th this thing I, I mean, it, it this looks significantly longer. I'm looking at the picture again. Um, however uncomfortable it is, <laughs> you got to put it up there because you will not believe what you're looking at when you see it. Um, this has got to be a 20 foot cable at least. Like I look at the cable, there's no way. That it's, I've got a six foot cable to be able to, you know, like charge my phone at my desk from the side of you know on on the bed and pull it over. But this thing is huge. This cable. Um, <laughs> well, I've got Gordian knot though. I, Gordian knot is is I think my favorite description. Yeah. For... <laughs> well, I've got the picture. It's up in our Telegram channel. So if you want to check it out, I, I I know we all have that one family member who constantly loses their USB cords, but this is just a little too extreme, <laughs> you know. I'm neat. Uh, the best thing is, I just think you just should have left the USB cord inside. That way, he could charge his iPhone with his eye bone. Oh man, I you know, um, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely. That I would be a slightly embarrassed. I would definitely would not want my mother present when I'm talking to the doctors about this condition for sure. But you don't want your mother <laughs> or your father present if you have your kids coming home off of the school bus that has a stripper pole inside <laughs> this this was great and this really comes from the nationwide shortage of school bus drivers that we've been seeing this past year okay uh a lot of the drivers obviously were older they're underpaid so when we had covid hit they decided you know what yeah i'm not gonna take the risk you know and we just we're just gonna retire okay so this is how bad it got over this past year a teacher in boston said that his school had to hire a party bus with stripper poles to take the kids to a field trip. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> Jim Mayers, he teaches uh, high school English, and he said that a student even asked him if they were real stripper poles. Okay. As if they were <laughs> a fake. I don't know. They've never seen a stripper pole before. Okay. So how did this happen? Well, Jim says the school, they didn't have a driver. So they made arrangements with a charter bus, but that deal fell through halfway through the week. 
And they promised the kids that this is going to be a fun day. Well, I guess it's going to be fun, more fun than you had anticipated, I guess, you know, but they, they, they decided to make it work with this party bus. Now his comments started trending on Twitter. So he used his 15 minutes of fame to encourage people to call their local elected officials and demand massive structural investments for the education system, including paying all bus drivers, facilities and operations staff, a competitive salary with comprehensive benefits, Whatever you think is enough, he says, double it. Or else we're going to have all the prostitutes bring their stripper buses out and take your kids on a field trip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it's uh, supply and demand. Uh, is it the school buses that were in, in <clears throat> low supply or the bus drivers? Or was it the strippers that were in low low supply? I and they're needing know. to, uh, you know, I guess, encourage... Uh, I, I, I like to, you know, imagine that they're going to a career fair there and that this is all intentional. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, like, if you don't take college and your career seriously, this is where you're going to end up. And, uh, no, I'm sure that that would backfire with the teenage boys. Uh, yeah. You know, they sweet, you know, that's where that's where they'd want to end up, maybe. Um, but, uh, oh, yeah, wow. the photo was, was pretty good there, too, but... Uh, I, your imagination is going to do a lot more with this story, though. Um, oh yeah, I like. I imagine a lot of cheetah print, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine right. like a really just bad lingering smell that just you yeah. know I don't know. It's, <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess the day, though, it really can't be worse than the actual school buses themselves. Well, like, true. <laughs> that I had to take you, growing up. You know, I, and it just come. To, it just dawned on me too. You see, with this party bus taking kids to a, a, a field trip, you actually have a combination strip club and daycare all in one place. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's, oh, that's <laughs> incredible. Yeah. What, what are we doing now? We just need to, we can combine gay bars and steakhouses and, <laughs> uh, I mean, would it be easier to get a weatherman to also become a porn star or a <laughs> yeah, porn star right. to, to start predicting the weather and meteorology. He can be the bus driver. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That's just oh, man, great. That's so great. Yeah. Well, another another great story, and this is just slightly troubling, but you got to tell them about this, where the family finds their, they discover their dead grandfather being dissected. <laughs> At an oddities event. Oh, man, I... Um, <laughs> I, I love this story just because of how weird and creepy it is. Um, like, and actually, un unbelievable. Like, some of these stories are just not—they're—they're they're not believable. Almost. Um, this sounds like something that would have happened in like the 1800s or maybe early 1900s, right? It's not something this that would happen. Was it? This is better than the weekend at Bernie's. It is. It is. Or, or you know, you're thinking of like, um, you, you know, back in, in like these old days where you've got like, you know, medical autopsies that happen where people are studying around, uh, yeah. you know, like the humorous bone and all this. Like, you know, you have all these theories that you get from people all throughout the years on that. But uh, have you ever been? I've been one time here. There's a I think it might have been a museum in, in Chicago or maybe they had an exhibit show up that had a literally a bunch of people at the exhibit that were, it had like their muscle tissue yeah. laid out or, or positioned in different things as if they're running or throwing a ball or things. And, and there were people that had donated their body to science 
Uh-huh. And and the muscle tissue is was like I guess I, I don't know how they did it, but like it's all preserved and I guess yeah. taxidermied where you where you can oh. you can see all the muscle and you you kind of actually see okay this is what it looks like this is how wow. these things work and contract and it's definitely a weird thing to see but uh, I mean this sounds like a different level here okay um, a family thought that their grandfather's body would be donated to science. Uh, well, they learned that he ended up in a sideshow for an oddities event, dissected in front of paying public a paying public audience in the middle of a hotel event <laughs> room across the country. Uh, and the body it was the body of David Saunders. He was a 97 year old World War II veteran. He ended up in the ballroom of a Portland, Oregon Marriott hotel, where people paid up to fifty or up to five hundred dollars for tickets to see a live autopsy in person. Oh. And the family discovered what was happening to their grandfather's body only after an undercover journalist from Seattle news outlet, King Five, attended the October event and spotted the man's name on a tag hanging from his body. <laughs> <laughs> the autopsy performed by a retired college anatomy professor included several hours of dissection, slicing into the chest cavity, removing organs and the brain, Mike Clark, he's a funeral director in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He handled Saunders' body after his death. And Clark told King Five that he passed the body to a private company called Med Ed Labs, which claimed to solicit corpses for medical research purposes. Well, the company then sold the body to Jeremy Silberto, uh, Sil- <laughs> Sil- uh, who found the founder of deathscience.org. He partnered with with the Oddities and Curiosities Expo to hold the cadaver autopsy event. Silberto said that he bought bodies for this event for more than $10,000. Wow. And the Oddities and Curiosities Expo is a traveling event that hosts vendors and offers classes like taxidermy for jackalopes and two-headed ducklings. (laughs) We truly do have something weird for everyone on our shows. Uh, <laughs> now, all the items you see on our shows are legal to own and s- sustainably sourced. I, you know, so if it's a, does that mean that we could get in the business of buying uh, sustainably sourced corpses? Yeah. Uh, then Eric, yeah. <laughs> that, well, and and let me ask you this: Who pays the five hundred dollars to go see these things? I don't know, but all I know is I've got a new, um, you know, I, I always said, like, when I'm dead, you know, I, I'm i not going to be present in there anymore. So just, like, you know, b- put me into some ashes, bury me under a tree or plant a tree over there. And then, you know, I'll, it'll be kind of nice to go visit the tree and, and, you know, think there's that. But I have a new thing that I want whenever I pass away now. And it'll make an extra 10000 or more bucks, hopefully, for my my family uh, along the way. Yeah. And they could see grandpa one more time. Before. Yeah. Right. And th- in fact, they'll <laughs> yeah. get to see, they'll get to see more grandpa than they have ever seen before. <laughs> it's true. Oh my gosh. It's true. I, um, uh, it's unbelievable to see that though. I, you know, look, I, I'm, I'm definitely an organ donor when I put on the, um, on my, on my, uh, driver's license, but, I don't think I'd ever put myself down for donating to science. I've definitely heard <laughs> some weird things that can happen when you donate to science. Oh, oh, yeah. You better believe it. Man, I'll tell you. Well, there are some weird things happening on an airline 
with the woman who was trying to, well, satisfy her cat. The cat had no desire to be satisfied. Okay. And <laughs> this was just recently. This is one of the, the most recent one. And and really, I mean, when you think about it, you know, most most people can agree that new moms should be allowed to breastfeed whenever and wherever they need to. I mean, this is the 21st century. It's time to finally, you know, understand what what's going on here. But this only applies if you're going to breastfeed a human. Okay. But this is what was great. This, this screenshot somebody posted on Twitter. It, it, it looks like there's like a, a Delta pilot sending a message to air traffic control on the screen. It's about a passenger who would not stop breastfeeding her cat. Okay? It's the titty kitty. <laughs> it's a titty kitty. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's so, what we came up with on the podcast. Yeah. On the fly. <laughs> Supposedly, this, this happened on a recent flight from Syracuse to Atlanta. All we, we didn't see the picture of the woman or the cat. It was just a screenshot of this message that says a passenger in seat 13A was breastfeeding her cat and would not put it back in its carrier when they were asked to do so. So this flight attendant on TikTok seemed to confirm that report. Okay. But then they deact then the account got deactivated. Okay. Uh, but before she pulled it down, her post said that the woman was like swaddling her cat in a blanket <laughs> with, with her, <laughs> She had her shirt up and she's trying to get the cat to latch, <laughs> to latch onto her. <laughs> okay. And, and the cat, I love this part. The cat was quote, screaming for its life. <laughs> I, I'm not the type to pry and pull my phone out and then, you know, try to record things usually, but I would have absolutely had my phone out trying to sneak <laughs> a recording of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not, that's not beneath me. I, I'm not above that. I would absolutely. Um, my, my wife has actually done that more more than I have with things. Where she she has surprised me on a couple of occasions where there's just some kind of you know insane or crazy person going about somewhere. <laughs> she sneaks her phone up at one point and acts like she's texting as she kind of leans sideways a little bit to capture a little bit and then leans back to stop the video. Um, <laughs> namely, this happened when we drove down to Key West at one point because there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of crazy down there, but nothing I've ever seen as crazy as breastfeeding a cat. Well, <laughs> this definitely, definitely one of the reasons why I don't fly. That's for sure. <laughs> I would much rather drive, you know, but but certainly just the screaming cat alone would, would unnerve me, you know, not m much less watching the pro the procedure. <laughs> you, know, you know, I think the only way, like imagine that you're a Spanish teacher instead of sucking on a man nipple, she's breastfeeding a cat. Instead. Yeah, really? <laughs> well, let's see between nipples and butts and penises. I think we've got a pretty full year. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I can't wait to see what twenty twenty two is going to bring. Now, I really can't. Well, all I can say is, if it's been the the way it's been trending, it's just going to get even stupider. <laughs> yeah, it's like the I know I know correlation and causation. They they don't necessarily, um, you know, correlation doesn't equal causation. But right, I will say that the the amount of TikTok use that goes up. 
the amount of crazy that tends to also go up as well. They definitely do seem to have some kind of relationship to one another. Absolutely. Well, where there's a TikTok and a camera, there's going to be more stupidity. And I'm looking forward to what is coming our way in 2022. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. You got any New Year's resolutions? Uh, I don't know. I yeah, the, the, the one resolution that I usually try to make every year, and I've been pretty successful so far in keeping it, is that I never make New Year's resolutions. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. <laughs> I, um, I, I typically don't either. I don't have anything in mind. I, yeah. um, I, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it today or start yeah. today or tomorrow. I'm not going to, you know, right. I'm not going to wait for, uh, right. for something. Exactly. But it's a good time of the year. If you've, if you've got something on your mind and on your heart, it's a, it's a good motivation for a lot of people. Uh, yeah. For sure, I think I, my resolution right now is just to to continue fighting off. I've been uh, I've had this mild cold all week, and yeah. so I've been I've been sipping on some of a, like a whole lemon uh, inside of of um, some morning sickness tea that ah, uh, I've been yes. drinking. That was my wife can't drink it anymore ever since having it with, when she was pregnant. Yeah. She's like all it does is makes me nauseous now every time I drink ah. it. So. Interesting. So, yeah, so well, it's got a nice little stork in a, in a carrying a baby on the front of it. So that, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm well, sipping on tonight. <laughs> well, may, maybe if that doesn't work, maybe you could, you could go back and try some more of that venison whiskey. Oh my gosh, that'd be great. I, I want to get some more of that venison whiskey. That was. I'm, I'm going to be paying more attention to the podcast for gift ideas. I think going forward. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I say that in actual sincerity because there are some really good ones. I tried to find the Lay's potato chip vodka uh, <laughs> when I saw it come up there, and I I could not. It was sold out by the time yeah. that I even saw the story for the oh, podcast. Yeah. That, that, the Lay's potato yeah. chip vodka literally sold out almost instantaneously. I because I've got a good friend who loves vodka, and I was thinking this would be perfect. This would oh, be yeah. perfect. And uh, yeah, that's, so maybe, maybe I'll keep an eye out if that goes back in stock. Absolutely. Well, you enjoy 2022, and I'm looking forward to ev even more stupidity. I I've given you a little sneak peek of what's coming in the next <laughs> weeks. So oh, it's it, good. It, it, it's going to be good. That's all I got to say. <laughs> all oh, right. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, you have a happy new year, and we'll uh, start things up again next week. All right. Happy New Year, everybody. Don't forget, you can get real-time updates on the podcast with links to some of the stupid stories featured in each episode by joining the Insane Eric Lane Stupid World Telegram channel. Comment on what you have read or what you've heard or even share of some of the stupidity with all your friends. You can get a preview of the channel and even a link to download the Telegram messaging app at t.me slash insane eric lane that's t.me slash insane e-r-i-k-l-a-n-e now if you ever thought though you've done something really stupid just listening to this podcast i can promise you has already improved your attitude so why don't you share this podcast with somebody who's probably feeling the same way you have now remember 
There's always two episodes every week. The midweek bonus episode that drops on Wednesdays, that includes the Insane Week in Review and the Genius Awards for the brilliant stupidity. And every Saturday, the weekend episode, of course, features Pancho Guerro, my insane Florida nephew, with more stupid stories from Florida and beyond. And, of course, we always enjoy the weekly round of the Insane Game Show, which you can play along at home. Since stupidity is addicting, you're going to want to click that subscribe button on your podcast player to get your stupid fix and have brand new episodes delivered when they're published. And, of course, you want to give this a five-star rating when you review the podcast on your podcast player because this is five-star stupidity, especially if you listen on Apple Podcasts. Maybe, you know, make your reviews stupid. That's even more funnier. And if you do that... It'll bring more folks in who want to check out this podcast. It's kind of like coming up on a really bad wreck along the highway and you want to check it out. It's ugly. It's nasty. But you just can't stop staring. It's kind of the same thing. Thanks for sticking it out through my stupid world. And if you're feeling a bit crazy, I hope you'll follow me on Facebook or Twitter at Insane Eric Lane. And visit InsaneEricLane.com. And if you're feeling a bit insane and want to make your own podcast, you can do it with Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast ever. The only platform where you can publish to major podcast outlets like Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music with a single tap of a button on your phone. Whether you're capturing your own voice, taking call-ins from listeners, conducting remote interviews with anyone, or broadcasting full-length songs from Apple Music or Spotify. Available today for iOS and Android, and it's 100% free, entirely mobile, and so easy to use that literally anyone can make a podcast, even me. Find out more at anchor.fm.